Welcome to the F3 American Yammer podcast, where we give the men of F3 a chance to tell their story as they've transitioned from sad clown to high impact man. I'm Short Circuit, and each week I'll be joined by another member of F3 who is willing to step up and share his story. So, without further ado, here's today's show. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of F3 American Yammer. I am your host, the shortest of all possible circuits. Circuits, not circuits, circuits, short circuit. And uh, I'm glad to have Pops joining me all the way from Memphis. So Pops, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So um, quick disclaimer, uh, once again, just like Captain Obvious, um, it was Choker, I believe, who who gave me your contact information. Is that right? Yeah, that that's it, Choker. Awesome. So I will uh, I'll give a T claps there to uh, to Choker once more. Uh, thanks again for uh, kind of. I, I don't know what you did to get <laughs> to get Pops on board, uh, but definitely thanks for uh, for making it happen. I'm glad you were able to to be here with us. Yeah, I appreciate it. Happy to be here. All right, all right. So let's jump in. Name Rama. Name age F3 name. Michael Shelton, 42. Soon to be 43 tomorrow, Pops. Pops. Well, happy, by the time this airs, it'll, it'll be past your birthday, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you now, happy birthday, so. Thank you. That's awesome. Now, and how long have you been a Memphis Pax? I think when we talked previously, you were mentioning that you, you've been a, a Memphis Redwood, is that right? That's right. That's right. Um, I came to the first workout. It was August 19th, uh, 2017. Gotcha. Okay. So you've seen it. You've seen it grow then over the past over the past two years, kind of seeing how how it's kind of exploded there. I say exploded. I don't know how it, how it's how it's grown. Can you speak a little bit to that? Oh, it, absolutely. I mean, we're it seems like we're um, expanding all the time. New AOs popping up, and you know, various types of of AOs. We have guys that that are trying to start earlier workouts, and there's a there's a late afternoon workout. There's a run workout. There's there's just constantly something new going on. So it's it's pretty impressive. Anywhere in the city, Memphis is a big city, but anywhere you live in Memphis or around Memphis, you can you can find a place to post. That's awesome. That's awesome. Oh, great. Yeah, and and absolutely being able to kind of be in at the beginning of all of that and and see how it's grown and see how it's impacted so many other guys is definitely fairly exciting. I'm sure. Oh yeah, and and it's it's neat to. When, when you look back on it and then, you know, the, we're all kind of split around the AOs as far as the, the, the early guys, but it's cool, you know, on occasion when you, when you do, you know, get out of your, out of your neighborhood and you post somewhere and you meet up with some of the, some of the guys you don't see so often, but, but you've been working out with them for a while. So it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Now, regarding posting, so uh, where and uh, and how often? Where, what's your uh, typical week look like? I try to um, split it up a little bit. The levy um, is where I is where I typically post. That's what I would say is my home AO. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, usually it varies. You know, one to two times a week there. The layer uh, try to hit once a week, and blazing saddle I'll try to hit once a week. Um, and then also we do. A, it's a running AO on Sunday mornings and that's the green mile. I try to hit that one too. So I try to kind of catch a lot of the, a lot of the AOs around where I live, but uh, the levy 
is my home AO. Gotcha. And, and now are you mostly kind of, I mean, you mentioned the running workout. I know we've got a couple of those here in Greensboro. We've got Star Mount and uh, one we call Soul Crusher on uh, on Sunday mornings. Do you do you mostly kind of stick with uh, the boot camp style workouts or do you kind of vary it up a little bit? Mostly the boot camp. Um, and just depending on, you know, what I have going on, I, you know, I'm trying to balance that, but I've also, I do a lot of running. Um, so currently I have some races lined up, so I'm trying to do some, you know, some running stuff on my own, but I'm also still trying to balance, you know, making sure I post on a regular basis. So, you know, kind of trying to, trying to catch all that stuff together, but mm-hmm. I'm always doing something. Gotcha. Well, that's awesome. All right. Well, definitely that'll be useful if guys want to try and uh, find you in the gloom. Now they know where they can do that. Oh, yeah. All right. So let's jump right in here and let's talk um, life before F3. So what did fitness look like for you leading, um, I guess, all the way back from from birth right up until that that first workout? Were you kind of always a sports guy um, or how did did you sort of find your fitness, if you will? Well, I'd say that, you know, growing up, I, I played sports growing up, you know, all the way into high school. So, you know, once I got to high school, you know, I, that's, I discovered some of the bad things. Um, and so I would say I sort of varied away from, from sports and I got more into playing music and, and doing things like that. Um, and then going to college, um, I, I would say that, I, you know, I just didn't think much about fitness at that time. You know, I, I went away from high school to college. I was concerned with having a good time um, and doing doing that type of thing. And then, you know, after after graduating college, I, I came back to Memphis and I worked for a couple years. And then, I, you know, during those those years in my early twenties, I think is when I started to realize, like, okay, it's it's time to grow up. And I went to graduate school and in graduate school is when I started to think about fitness. So in my mid twenties is when I really started to think about that, you know, started to run, started to work out a little bit more, but I wouldn't say on a, on a real consistent basis. So, you know, phases of, okay, I, you know, I would do some running for a while or I would lift some weights or, or what have you. Um, but, but nothing with any real consistency. And, and so, you know, going through that, you know, just over the years, I, I would say waves of, of being healthy and, and being unhealthy, you know, just kind of ups and downs with it. Gotcha. Okay. So it doesn't sound like you were necessarily maybe one of the guys who was going through the, the Pogo 40 or the Pogo 25 or bouncing weight, but kind of more going through periods of undulation of, you know, focusing on health and then not focusing on health, it sounds like. Yeah. I mean, you know, falling into the the sad clown syndrome, mm-hmm. it was just easy to do. Yeah. So, you know, just, I, you know, just depending on the circumstances of what was happening in my life, traveling around, you know, living in different cities and um, just doing different things. You know, sometimes fitness was a part of that. Sometimes it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, definitely. And, and thanks for sharing that with us. I mean, I know, you know, not all of us, uh, myself included, very similar to yourself. Um, always sports right up until high school and then it dropped out. So for some of us, it sticks around for a long time. Others drops off pretty quick. So, yeah. So let's talk about fellowship. Um, What was kind of the nature of your relationships? What did those look like? How would you have defined fellowship 
before uh, F3. I think um, in my mind, I've, you know, I've, I've maintained strong friendships, you know, I've just, I felt, I feel like I've always had strong friendships, but I think, you know, as I've gotten older, um, you know, as definitely as I've, I've gotten involved with F3 and as I've become a dad and a husband and, you know, those types of things, you know, looking back on it is like the friendships were a lot of times just revolved around, you know, beer drinking, going out to the bar and, you know, doing things like that. And so I think the, the friendships that I have now and the relationships are built you know, a whole lot more on more substantial things. So, you know, and even those old, those old friends, my old beer drinking buddies and stuff, you know, I'm still friends with a lot of those guys. Um, but yeah, I think we've just kind of grown up and, you know, things just change. So I've, I've met a lot of new guys, a lot of new friends through F3 and even a lot of the old guys, you know, a lot of my old high school friends, post now you know we've all kind of we motivate each other to do it and it's 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 fun to look back on the way we used to act which was pretty stupid uh <laughs> for a long time to seeing what we're doing now you know you know we're you know dads and husbands and, and guys that that care about our fitness and our faith and and you know the whole thing so uh it's it's pretty neat so you know the friendships have been there. They've just been different. And I, I would definitely say that being part of F3 has kind of helped um, as far as more meaningful relationships mm -hmm. and friendships. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, definitely. You know, when, when guys have those, those kinds of relationships, right. The, the hashtag beer buddies, yeah. right. Then you, you know that it's really going to revolve around one particular thing. And, and that is, you know, like you said, drinking beer. Right. And so, um, so yeah, it can be very, very circumstantial in that respect um, of kind of always having a singular focus, if you will, and not being able to um, have any, any sense of diversity there. Yeah. All right. So, so had sports in your background, but dropped off around, around high school, um, took up music, went a different, different route and around grad school. And you start kind of picking some picking some health things back up and kind of playing with them from a relationship fellowship perspective, you've got the, the beer buddies and the circumstantial, uh, circumstantial friendships. Um, let's talk now about the faith piece. So what did faith really mean to you before F3? And, and we're going to keep it broad and talk about uh, what, how did you view things like something something greater than yourself or a sense of impact within the community um, or even um, your your personal uh, religious beliefs uh, leading up to F3? Well, I'd say I've always had, I feel like I've always had strong faith. Um, but as far as, you know, going to church and, and things, it's, it's always been very sporadic, um, you know, growing up and, and as I've been older, you know, not much of that, not much consistency. Hmm. Um, but always have felt you know definite strong faith um personally and then you know i would say once i got married you know that started to change there became more consistency with you know going to church and then you know as i've you know i guess it's just as i've gotten older and definitely with you know what we do uh, with the f3 group you know there's there's a lot when you're around it you know it just it kind of rubs off on you so i mean 
just thinking more about that, thinking more about um, about faith and about things outside of myself. So I, I would say it's been very sporadic. It's always been there. I was I was raised um, I was raised in the Baptist church, but you know when I got married, we my wife was um, in the Episcopal church. I converted to that and. Yeah, that's that's where we go to church now. Gotcha. And and I and I love in F three that there's no you know we don't push any any specific type of of religious stuff on on folks and you know you just believe something bigger than yourself. And I've always kind of had that, but I I think being being part of the group has has strengthened that. And I think it's maybe given me more courage to to show that mm-hmm. you know to, to outwardly show that more. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And definitely, as many as many guys have explained um, or have stated in their own stories, uh, it lends uh, an edge of credibility and substance um, to the the internal belief uh, systems that are going on within within each pack, right? Yeah. All right. So so we've got more of an idea now on what look life looked like for for pops uh, before f3 right so you've got some sports in the background drops off around around high school you've got the beer buddies and the circumstantial friendships and then you've got this kind of sporadic non or inconsistent um we'll say church right or in inconsistent church attendance we'll say um or maybe inconsistent faith I, i'm loath to, to say that because even as you brought up you, know, you, you had this sense of something greater outside yourself um, but trying to understand what that meant and trying to keep it consistent it sounded like uh, from what you were stating what wasn't really there there was there's no solid consistency yeah that's right all right so so that paints a picture now of, of what life looked like before f3 so let, let's let's talk now about how you got involved Talk about the first workout. So, first off, who who's the culprit? Who eh'd you? Well, I've I was talking about my old high school buddies earlier, and um, there's a uh, there's an F three packs in Jackson, Mississippi. Shine Box is his name, and he sent a he sent an email to a group of us in Memphis um, back in 2017, and it, it's a group that you know loosely you know it's it's part of that group from high school group that some of us that hung around and you know some of those guys played sports and some of those guys probably did things they shouldn't do so much of i might have fallen into that group a little bit (laughs) um but anyways we were all we were all fairly close back in high school but as we've gotten older there's been more of you know guys that'll do races and this and that um so you know there's there's kind of a group that would occasionally email each other about hey there's a race coming up is anybody interested well, he emailed that group of us and said, Hey, there's this thing, F3. It's, you know, it's, I'm a part of this down in Jackson. They're going to launch it in Memphis, you know, coming up, you guys should, should do it. And, and I'm, I'm planning to come up there um, and help lead the workout. Um, and so, you know, he sent that and there were two of us on the group of probably six or seven guys that, you know, I was like, man, I'll do this. And, you know, that other buddy of mine, Bill Dance is, is his F3 name. He said, I'll do it. It was like, you know, just kind of one of those things. Like, I, I don't have anything to do that day. Let's let's go check it out. <laughs> well, I don't have anything else going on, so mine as well. Right. Gotcha. So, and now you mentioned too that um, he was stating that he was going to come up. Now, had his, had his region, had Jackson already started their 
their uh their region their f3 region yeah they i i don't know how long they had been active um Mm -hmm. but you know he he was doing it down there he didn't end up making it to memphis uh something came up and he wasn't able to come but um he, you know, he was just talking about it. He was like, "You guys should check this out." And it just sounded really interesting. You know, of course, we mm-hmm. we looked looked it up, and I think there was a um, there was something on the news, or there was a program on, or something. He sent a link where somebody had given an interview about it. It's like, okay, this sounds pretty cool. I'm like, you yeah, know, let's go check this out. Gotcha. Okay, so so he sends you this email. He, he he gets you he gets you hooked kind of right from right from that email. It seems interesting. So you go to the workout. Who who cued? It was Bagger Vance from Nashville. Bagger Vance. Yeah, he, it was okay. tough. And it's and cool. now what do you what do you remember? What do you remember about that first workout? Was it something where you were just like, oh man, I was absolutely gassed, or was it was it fairly easy for you? I remember thinking um, seven o'clock is really early to start to start working out. <laughs> And, and Bill Dance and I were, you know, it was like that late that that night, the Friday night, it was the text that, do you still want to do this? You know, I was like, yes, we're going to do it. I'll be there at, you know, 640 to pick you up. And of course, you're nervous. You know, you don't really know what to expect. We, didn't, we weren't going to know any people. We didn't really know where we were going. Um, but we got there. And, you know, of course you see all the guys, it's like, okay, this, this must be it. There's a, there's a flag. It's like, okay, that's kind of weird. There's a, they have a big American flag. And, you know, the first thing that happened when I walked up, there's this guy, O Positive, who is uh, one of the local packs. And, and he immediately just was friendly. You know, he was introduced himself and, you know, started talking and that, that kind of set things at ease a little bit. Um, so it was like, okay, you know, we're just kind of waiting to see what happens. And then immediately, I think we started doing, maybe we started doing burpees, like right, right off the bat, which was just like a, a gut punch, you know, like, wow, okay, here we go. Um, and it was just, it was a really hard workout. It was good. It was hot that day. You know, it's, it gets really hot in Memphis. Um, and mm-hmm. this was in August in Memphis and it was, it was hot. Um, and so the, you know, we're just doing all this crazy stuff around the park and then, you know, pretty soon, well, not pretty soon, I'd say, you know, maybe halfway or later into the workout, then, you know, uh, the Merlot splash starts with people doing an Indian run. (laughs) I I just felt so good that I wasn't one of those guys, you know, I was like, all right, I'm holding my own here. I'm not, I'm not throwing up. (laughs) Oh, that's great. So wow, so so midway through the workout, guys are already splashing Merlot. Yeah, it, it I I think it it could have been like halfway or three quarters of the way through, um, which it's hard to remember, you know. But it was, mm-hmm. but it was tough, and and that was happening for sure. Um, and it was just so like bag of van. I just remember it was. It just seemed very very much like military type of uh, of workout. Yeah, I, I'm not in the military. I have not been in the military, but um, it just, that's what it felt like. He was, he was tough, you know, it was like no nonsense, get to it. But, but it was cool. I mean, that I'd, I'd like that, you know, and I was, and I was definitely proud of myself for not splashing Merlot. <laughs> that's awesome. And now, uh, so why, why pops? How, how did you get that name? Um, they, they split us up into groups. It was a pretty big, 
turnout and um escobar was the guy that was was leading our uh, that had our group for names so there was probably eight or so of us in in that group of naming um escobar his his current f3 name is Slicknut. he's one of the one of the few uh packs that have been able to change their name but anyways you know going through the going through the the stuff pops you know i'm i'm really not that old i'm i'll be 43 tomorrow um but I, i'm very old manish in my ways um, i'm definitely the guy that's i like to be in bed before you know 9 p.m and you know my buddies always joke like oh yeah i can just i'm sure you're sitting in your recliner with an afghan over your legs you know watching <laughs> watching tv before you fall asleep in the chair and you know, just, just a little old manish. So, so Bill Dance had, had kind of, he was, he was just, you know, messing with me during the naming. It was and kind of talking about that. And so that was it. It's like pops. There it goes. And it, everybody, everybody that, that, that doesn't know me and shows up when they see me, they're like, Oh man, I thought you were, I thought you were going to be like a really old guy. <laughs> oh, that's great. Definitely. Your, your reputation precedes you in that respect, right? I do have I do have a gray beard and a and a bald head though, so I guess I do probably look a little older than I am. <laughs> awesome. Well, awesome. Thank thank you very much again for for sharing that that first workout with us. It sounds like you guys had a good turnout, and especially with how much you were talking about how Memphis has grown, definitely got to give T claps to um, the Bagger Vance for coming up from from Nashville and helping to to kickstart that as well as shine box for, um, you know, obviously getting you involved in being part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So let's talk now about life since F3. So you told us what life looked like before we talked about that first workout and how you got involved with F3. Now let's talk about life again since F3. So previously you were mentioning that you, you know, you, lost the fitness aspect in high school, focusing instead on music, and then started picking up a few more um, nuances of health, if you will, uh, a few more health-related things in grad school, but it always kind of waned. It had some, some undulation to it. So we know where you were before, and we know about that first workout. You obviously didn't splash Merlot, so you were, you were in some, some kind of a decent shape. So from that, um, how have you seen your fitness grow since being with F3. Well, and let me clarify uh, one thing as far, as far as music in high school, I, I play the guitar. So, you know, my music in high school was, was more about me getting into playing guitar and, you know, being out at the field parties, you know, strumming guitar with my friends and, you know, doing that type of thing. So, so I don't, I don't want to, you know, mislead anyone thinking that I was, um, trying to excel in in music, mm -hmm. I just I, you know that's that's what it was. Mm -hmm. um, more of more of kind of a, a partying thing to do and and playing music and just got into that and and I still do that. I still like that. But back to your question. Um, so the fitness up and down, I would say, I, I, and I've always I've always sort of thought that you know if I can run three miles. I feel like I'm, I'm okay. As far as, as far as fitness goes. Um, so I've always been able to kind of maintain that threshold. 
Um, and then, you know, when I started F3, you know, when I, I did that first workout and it was really hard, you know, I was really sore um, the next day, but I, re- and, you know, I'd varied with being member, you know, a member of a gym or, or whatever, you know, trying to run more often or ride my bike more often. Um, but after that F3 workout, you know, I, I really liked it. And I, you know, Bill Dance, it, you know, he, he'll, he still likes to work out. His schedule doesn't allow him to, but you know, it was, I think it was really like, I was saying, we need to do this again. You know, we need to, we need to keep going and keep doing this. And, you know, it started to try to, to recruit other guys to come out there and people would come and go, but I just kept, kept going. Um, and then you start to find guys that, that want to do it too. And, and so then there starts to become some consistency. Mm. Um, but, but the health, health wise, you know, you just, it takes a while. I, I can remember coming home for a, a long time after the workouts and, I'd have to just sit in the chair, <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd come home and I could, I was like shaky, you know, I couldn't, I, I, you know, I couldn't really function for a little while. I'd have to just sit there, drink some water and, you know, stop sweating after about <laughs> 20 minutes. <laughs> you know? yeah. And then all of a sudden that stopped, you know, I was like, wow, I, you know, I, I can, I forgot that I used to have to come home and sit in the chair for a while. It's like, now I can just, you know, keep going. Mm-hmm. And it, and it, and it, and it still fluctuates, you know, I've, I've gone in phases where I've, I post a lot and I've gone, you know, where I don't, I might miss a week or I you know, might only go once a week or, you know, but, but I still, I can look back now, having been doing it since we started here. And I think that helps motivate me. It's like, wow, you've, you've stuck with this. You know, most people will join a gym and they'll quit after a few months or, mm-hmm. or they'll, they'll, you know, start running and then they'll quit after they, you know, sprain their ankle or something or, but there's been a consistency as far as working out and the, and the fitness thing that, you know, at this point, like, I can't quit now. Like, I've, you know, I've got a, I've got this sort of badge of honor that I've been doing it since we started, you know, I have to continue. Yeah. And it helps, it helps motivate me. And you don't want to lose it. I mean, I, I'm probably in the best shape I've been in and possibly my whole life, you know, mm-hmm. so don't want to lose that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think, too, um, your point about finding the consistency in it, right? As you, as you pointed out, so many people will join the gym January 1st of whatever year. And, you know, within a couple months, they're already they're not there. They're not going consistently anymore. And, and to see, as you brought up, you know, now you've been involved with F3 for two years. Uh, And the, to see, to be able to look back and see, oh man, I I know where I was before. I know where I am now is definitely huge and absolutely um, plays into the fitness. And it's something I think uh, many guys, myself included, don't always think about is there's a, there's a level of consistent fitness that definitely is impacted for the better. Yeah. Yeah. And you, I mean, you can see too, it's, you know, what, what you do in the workouts, you know, some people, you know, don't really do a squat, right. (laughs) I mean, you know, so you're going to, you're going to get out of it what you put into it as far as the workout. But if you, if you, if you really want to, and maybe the fitness is not so important to some people, but (laughs) 
you know, if it is, you can make those workouts as hard as you want. Um, and I do that and I, and I look for guys to motivate me, um, to do that. And I know other guys do the same for me. You know, it's like, I want to, I want to be more healthy and I want to, I want the fitness thing to excel. So when I'm out there for the most part, I'm really trying to work hard because I do want to increase my fitness. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, um, it's, it's a great point. You know, these are, these workouts are absolutely designed to be you versus you, which means you're really only competing against yourself. So if you want it to be easy, sure, it could be easy. You could modify everything. <laughs> right. uh, at the same time, it can also be very hard and be a good challenge. So let's talk about the fellowship piece now. Um, so previously you were mentioning how you really only had just the beer buddies and the, the circumstantial friendships. Uh, you did also mention, however, that now you, you're seeing kind of this this burgeoning level of, of different kinds of friendships within that. Um, so can you speak a little bit to that and speak a little bit on how your, your fellowship has, has changed as a result of F3? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there, I, I've, I've got so many examples of, of you know, friends and stuff that have just through F3 that have developed. Um, you know, there's this guy, Nature Boy who I would say is probably, you know, we have really motivated each other um, since the beginning to, to post. And this is a funny thing too. And this relates to my name pops, but uh, one of the, one of the younger guys that hadn't been around that long asked nature boy at, uh, at a workout one day I was running, I'd I'd run past him. And, uh, and he said, he was like, I don't know if he asked him or he, he might've said like, what's your dad doing out here? Or, or is that your dad? <laughs> <laughs> Nature boy is a year older than I am. <laughs> like, oh man. But he said that and he was like, you guys are always together. You know, I mean, that was the point. I do look old. I'll admit that. Um, but it, you know, he's saying you guys are always together and we, and we have done that, you know, since, you know, I, after, you know, one of the first, the first workout, it might've been after the first workout, actually, um, our boys played T-ball together at the time and I made him come out with me to the levee. Um, and he's been coming ever since, but it's all, it's been a good motivator. And, you know, that I think made our friendship really strong. So now, you know, we work out together a lot, but we also hang out, we cook out, you know, our families. We'll cook out and hang out. Our kids play sports together. Um, he's always, you know, there when I need help, and I'm, I'm, I'm always happy to run down and help him. So, you know, and that's a really meaningful friendship. Um, so, you know, got, I have so many stories like that. Stephen King is another guy that, you know, I'm still pushing him hard, um, and he wants me to. You know, he's he's always telling me he's like, you got to keep at me, man. You got to keep at me. Um, but he's just a really, really good friend, you know, and I think a lot of it is, is because of F3, because, you know, we'll, we'll get out there and motivate each other and I'm pushing him to get out there and, you know, but, but we end up hanging out and doing things outside of the workouts. And, you know, like I said, it can just go on and on and on, but, um, really connecting with, with some of the guys, um, and wish I could connect with more, you know, there's, and, and you can, that's why you keep posting because you're constantly meeting new guys, guys 
there's always new guys coming in and, and you want to, you want to try to keep guys from dropping off. Um, but having those conversations out there when you're, when you're in the middle of, you know, doing burpees or, or whatever you're doing, but yeah, no, that's great. And, and definitely it sounds like, you know, you have, you know, the two guys that you mentioned, nature boy and Stephen King, who that there's a level of accountability there. And I think that's kind of what you're kind of playing to is that, you know, you're not going to find that, um, in what seems like you're not going to find a lot of that in any type of relationship outside of something like F3, um, because it is so kind of incorporated with the, the first F piece, the fitness piece, right? That you're going and doing these hard things together. And through that, you're actually forming a much stronger relationship that has those levels of accountability um, and vulnerability and, you know, working hard together. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, like grow ruck is, is is an example of of sort of building friendships too i don't know um i'm sure some of the guys have talked about doing grow ruck events um but you know that was just incredibly difficult but you know, i mean you talk about some some bonds that you form doing things that really suck you know with guys and counting on each other and you know i can remember the first the first few weeks after grow ruck, when I'd see somebody that I'd been out there with, you know, we didn't just do a fist bump. It was a hug. You know, it was like, yeah. I feel like I need to hug you, man. So it was good. That was all good. Doing hard things, doing hard things together. Like you're saying. Um, Absolutely. Strength. Now I'm curious, uh, are you going to do, are you going to do grow ruck 17? I have not planned on it. Um, I'm not, I, I'm not saying I wouldn't do a grow ruck in the future or just another, you know, tough or something, but I've been really focused on running. I've got, um, I've got three runs ahead of me in the next three months. Uh, one of those being a marathon. So I've, I've really focused on, on running right now. Gotcha. My ruck is, is gathering dust in my garage. <laughs> well, that's no good at all. I know. All right. So now to round it out as well, let's talk about the faith piece. So this doesn't sound like something that even when you were mentioning before was necessarily completely down in the dumps. You had gone, you know, you'd mentioned that you were brought up in the Baptist church, um, that your your faith was kind of sporadic, right? It kind of hit and miss at times, um, but more than anything, kind of some, some inconsistency. And then getting married um, sort of I'll say migrating or moving over to the the Episcopalian faith um, and now attending that church. Um, you know, you, you had, I say all of that to bring out that you already had sort of this platform um, of faith to be able to stand on. It's not like there was nothing whatsoever. But how have you found um, F3 has helped you um, bring substance to the faith? I mean, how has it kind of um, expanded your perspective on not only your own personal faith, but but again, continuing to, to look outside yourself and, and see impact within the community. I think, you know, some of some of the faith pieces, you know, you can see guys being really vulnerable in the in the, um, you know, in the COTs and and when guys are, are, are saying prayers at the end of workouts and you know people really opening up about things um, and, and the leadership, you know, that when you're when you're queuing workouts and you're doing things like that, I feel like that's helped me um, lead in other areas of my life, including church, you know, serving on the vestry at my church and, um, trying to be more of a leader, um, within the church and, 
you know, in, within my community. And, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. I think, you know, feeling a little bit more comfortable about being vulnerable and, and opening up about faith. I, I think before maybe I kind of held a lot of that in, um, but sort of for whatever reason, just being able to open up more about it. Um, and I think that, I, I hope that helps other guys. Um, and I want my kids to, to see that stuff too. You know, I mean, I, I want them to, to grow up feeling comfortable with their faith and, um, and going to church and, and doing all those types of things. All right, Pops. Well, thanks again very much for sharing all of that with us. And to kind of round out our time here, I know that you have a specific story um, that you wanted to share about an incident that really summarizes your life since coming into F3. So why don't you go ahead and speak to that? Yeah, I would, I would say that's probably the, the moment that I became an F3 for life kind of guy. Um, but we were, we were getting ready to go on vacation back in June. It was early June. I was actually supposed to queue a workout um, that Friday and a uh, big, big rainstorm about three, I guess three or four in the morning. Um, another other guy, my neighbor meter maid called and, you know, seeing the, the, him make the phone call at that time in the, in the morning, you know, triggered me to answer something must be wrong. And he said that he had water coming in his, in his house. So they were flooding and he said, man, you need to, you need to get up and check and see, you know, if you have water coming in your house too. And sure enough, we did. So, you know, it was a scramble. The, the house started to flood. So we were, you know, in, in a scramble. We ended up having about 13 inches in the house. Um, so went into, you know, kind of uh, shock at first and then into, you know, a little bit of, of a panic mode. Um, you know, I, I texted, <laughs> I texted um, Halpert, who was, who leads the AO where I was supposed to queue. And of course said, Hey, Hey man, I don't think I'm going to make it uh, this morning. I have, I have some water in the house and, and so did meter made, but, but it was what the story, what I'm getting at was the response from the, from the F3 guys that immediately, you know, everybody just sort of flocked over to our neighborhood. There was about 150 homes affected in that, in that event. So, you know, water came up and went down pretty quickly, uh, but it doesn't take long to, to really cause damage. Um, but we had, we had an unbelievable response from the F3 community here that just flocked to the neighborhood. Um, and just immediately, which was good for me because, you know, you, you go through a little bit of a shock, but then you need to get into action quick. You know, you have to really start moving quick um, to get your house fixed. You know, mold will set in and that type of thing. But um, just lots of guys came over. You know, it wasn't it wasn't guys calling and saying, hey, you need me to come over. It was just guys coming over and, you know, just just a crazy amount of people um, with a crazy amount of quickness, you know. And it, so that was, you know, and that was great. And so, you know, we're people were just coming over and helping me. Um, and it, and it wasn't just me, of course, it was other people like meter maid and, um, another F3 guy backseat, his mother-in-law lived over in my neighborhood and, you know, guys were, were going over there, but, 
came over, planted a shovel flag in my front yard, you know, so, which, which was cool, you know, to see that and, um, and just, and just help, you know, basically all the tear out just, which saved a ton of money. Um, but just had guys over here bringing food, doing work. And, um, and it was just, it was really impressive. And then the, the comments that I would, that I got from the community, I can't remember who it was. It might've been my neighbor or it may have been someone from the city, but, but mentioned, you know, how many friends do you have? Like, it's amazing how many friends you have. And I was, you know, I was like, no, it's, they are my friends, but it's, it's this F3 community that I'm a part of. And people really saw that, uh, you know, and, you know, at seeing that for me, it was, it was a big deal, of course, which, you know, I've, I've, I'm an F3 or I've been, I've been doing it for a while, but to, to experience that was really something. And then the people in the community and, and with the city and, you know, I, I think it really attracted um, some other people to, to check it out as well, to see what it's about, that it's not just a workout group that, you know, it was a really a bunch of brothers coming together to, to help, to help people. Yeah, that's that's incredible. I mean, just to just to hear, it, especially to guys showing up on your on your front lawn, planting the shovel flag, stating, "Hey, we're here." And absolutely, I could see, you know, as you brought up at the beginning, why that would make you an F three guy for life. Just seeing the the response, the genuine response, not the not the text message, "Hey, everything okay?" type thing, but a real call to action. That's right. That's right. And it wasn't just guys that I post with. It was guys that I had never met, um, which which was really cool, you know, later on, because now when I see some of those guys uh, on occasion, if you know, if, if we do, if we work out at, you know, our mothership workout, which will bring guys from different AOs together. But, you know, seeing those guys now, it's, a, you know, just like so many other things, like I mentioned before about Grow Ruck, you just you know, you form these bonds and then, um, it's just pretty neat, pretty neat to get together with these guys after, after going through things like that together. And, you know, it, it, it sure makes me want to help them too. Um, when things come up and that's, you know, that's what it's all about. Absolutely. Well, definitely. Thank you very much again for, for sharing your, your story here. I mean, um, to kind of see, you know, where you were before, not only on fitness, the fellowship faith, but now, where you are after is definitely, definitely inspiring, not only for me, but I'm sure for, for many of other guys. So thank you very much again for, for sharing that with us, Pops. Oh yeah. Happy to do it. All right. So as we close out, do you have any additional closing thoughts for the packs? Just something that you'd like to leave with them? Yeah. I, I, I mentioned it a little bit earlier, but it's just, you get out of it what you put in it. And that's, and that's through the fitness piece of it, through the fellowship piece of it. Um, and through the faith piece of it. And I, I say that a lot of times after my, my the workouts that I lead, um, you know, it's, you can, you can, it's easy to not get up out of the bed um, to go do it. But then again, it is like if, if when you look at the benefit of, of what we get out of doing this, if you're really all in um, and you really can feel the benefit of it, then it's easy, you know, so that's it. You get out of it what you put in it. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. All right. If guys want to get in touch with you, what would be the best method for them to do that? Um, probably via Twitter. My Twitter handle is at mshelton1. 
underscore A S L A. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure guys will be reaching out very shortly to, uh, uh, to thank you for sharing. You know, it, it's definitely, it's definitely encouraging and I love being able to hear guys' stories. So, uh, thank you very much again for, for sharing yours on the podcast tonight. Yeah, I'm happy to do it. All right. Well, with that, we're going to close out episode 32. So pops, thanks again for being on guys, stay sharp and we will see you in the gloom. Thanks for listening to this episode of American Yammer. If you're interested in sharing your F3 story, reach out to us at f3americanyammer at gmail.com. Again, that's f3americanyammer at gmail.com or on Twitter at f3americanyammer. Until next time, stay sharp and we'll see you in the gloom.